بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من تصدق بعدل تمره من كسب طيب ولا يقبل الله الا الطيب وان الله تعالى يقبلها بيمينه ثم يربيها لصاحبها كما يربي احدكم فلوه حتى تكون مثل الجبل متفق عليه before we begin this new hadith just to continue on the previous hadith where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam described by way of example mathalul bakhili wal munfiq on the one hand a generous person and on the other hand a miserly person who is reticent who is extremely hesitant when it comes to spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described these two people using the analogy of a soldier who is on a battlefield wearing a shield of armor over his body we discussed the analogy to some extent already but just one or two pointers as was mentioned such prophetic comparisons excellently illustrate the deeper meaning of basic concepts we find that miserliness or another terminology that's used in quran is the word shukh wa may yuqa shukha nafsihi fa ulaika humul muflihun allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that that person who is saved from the miserliness of the soul such people are the general such people are the successful people so ulama say that the nature of man generally leans towards miserliness you have to make effort on yourself in order for you to overcome that instinct of holding on to your wealth and of spending in the way of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they say as-sakhawa generosity min ata'illahi wa tawfiqihi yamnahuha may yasha they say generosity is of the favors of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and becoming a generous person this is from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's tawfiq and allah ta'ala grants this quality to whomsoever he desires on the one hand the one who is generous the one who spends Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises such a person baraka Allah ta'ala promises such a person the concealment of his faults Allah ta'ala promises such a person protection from bala from musibat from calamities inna sadaqata tadfa'ul bala and conversely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and save us all if a person is miserliness if a person is miserly then obviously there won't be any baraka in his wealth his faults his sins will not be protected will not be concealed likewise there won't be this divine protection from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala against bala against musibat against calamities so the analogy rasulullah sallallahu alaihi gives us is a man a soldier on a battlefield he puts on an armor of protection he puts on the shield body armor and he wants this protection he wants this baraka he wants this 
concealment of his faults, etc. But two different results are achieved. The generous person, Allah gives him the barakah. Allah causes the body armor to extend over his body beyond his fingernails so that it wipes even his footsteps. In other words, his sins are removed. And obviously if the body armor extends over his entire body, he is given protection. So likewise Allah Ta'ala protects a generous person from bala, from musibat, from calamities. On the other hand, the miserly person, as is mentioned in the analogy of Rasulullah Sallallahu the body armor clamps over the upper part of his body, does not stretch over the rest of his body. So as a result, consequence of that, he put on this armor for protection, but there won't be any protection. His whole body is exposed. Likewise, the more he tries to spend, he's fighting against himself. So there is that tightness. Allah Ta'ala takes away the barakah and blessings. And because the, body, because the body armor doesn't cover his entire body, there is no concealment. Such a person is disgraced in this world, is disgraced in the year after. And because he is left exposed, that level of protection from bala, from musibat, from calamity is not there. Nevertheless, the next riwayat, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man tasaddaqa bi'adali tamara, that person who gives in charity equivalent to one date. This concept has been discussed many, many times in many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Being a generous person, does not mean that you have to be wealthy. When it comes to wealth, this is Allah's distribution. Allah Ta'ala has given some people plenty, Allah has given others not so much. It doesn't mean that if you are not wealthy, that you should not spend in charity. Spend out of what you have. And Allah Ta'ala in Allah's court, Allah's mizan, Allah's scale is different from the scale of this world. Famous incident in Tabuk where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encouraged the Sahaba Kiram that spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, we know the famous incident. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu thought to himself that every occasion, whenever encouragement was given towards neki, towards good deeds, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu always outdid me. So this is one chance, Umar said, I knew I had more to give than Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr was going through hard circumstances. So he says, I brought half of everything I owned, which was a huge stockpile of goods. And I presented this to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Little while later, Abu Bakr ta'ala is coming. Umar's glee, happiness is even more because he sees this is the one chance. One opportunity that I felt I had outdone Abu Bakr in good deeds. There was this healthy competition that existed among Sahaba Kiram, where they tried to outdo each and one another, not in, like with our, our business people of today, person starts importing a certain line, we want to import the same line. Certain person opens one shop, we want to open another shop. Our competition is dunya. And this Hassan Basri Rahimullah used to say, Ida ra'ita rajul yunafiska fit dunya fanafisu fil akhirah. He used to say, if you see a man competing with you in the dunya, don't worry about that. Compete with him in akhirat. Dunya is temporary, akhirat is forever. 
So Umar says, when I saw what Abu Bakr was bringing, I thought to myself, that this is the one time that I have outdone Abu Bakr. He was even happier. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, such was the wisdom of Nubuwat, that Nabi Apaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam changed the question. Normally when you're having chanda, when you're doing charity, if people stand up and are giving pledges, I'm, I'm prepared to give so much, I'm, what do you record? You ask the person, how much you prepared to give? How much are you prepared to give? No one asks the question of a wealthy person who is giving in charity, how much did you leave behind? If somebody pledges, I'm prepared to give 100,000 and you ask him, hey, bhai, how much did you leave behind? He'll get angry with you. So what are you worried about how much I've got? Even that 100,000 I'm not going to give you. But in Darbar-e-Risalat, in the court of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we find one riwayat, Sabaqa dirham, Mayata alf dirham. Sabaqa dirham, Mayata alf dirham. Nabi Salaam said one man gave one dirham. One person gave one dirham. And yet he got more reward than somebody who gave hundred thousand dirham. So what, what is the difference? If you have one pearl, one pearl the size of a date, and the other side you have one ton of steel, Somebody who understands the value will know that this one pearl is more valuable than one ton of steel. Thousand kilograms of steel on the other side and one pearl on this side. So sabaka dirham, miyata alf dirham, one dirham got more reward than a hundred thousand dirham. What was the difference? The one who gave the dirham, that's all he had. And the one who gave hundred thousand dirham had millions. So Allah Ta'ala, when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah's court, Allah's mizan, Allah's scale doesn't just weigh the quantity. Allah's scale weighs the quality. What is behind it, the jazbah, the qurbani. Like we find the verses of the Qur'an, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the time when, of Bakri Eid, time of Eid al-Adha, when the qurbani animal is sacrificed. لَيَّنَالَ اللَّهَ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا Allah says the flesh and blood of the animal doesn't reach us. That is not weight. What is actually weight? The taqwa, the jazba, the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the zeal to earn akhirat, the sincerity, the jazba to exhibit generosity. This is what reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa coming back to this incident, the question was changed. What question did Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ask? He didn't ask, Umar, how much have you brought? Mada khalafta. Umar, how much did you leave behind? How much did you leave behind? Umar says, when I heard this question there and then I realized that once again Abu Bakr has outdone me. And I realized that it will be impossible for me to ever outdo Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. When the question was asked, what did you leave behind? Umar said, I left half my wealth behind and I brought the other half. Then when the same question was put to Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu mada khallafta. Abu Bakr, what did you leave behind? Taraktullaha wa rasula. I left behind the name of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa And besides that, everything I brought in order to give it in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the time when salams from Allah... When Jibreel was sent with special salams from Allah for, two, for Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu when everything was given. 
So coming back to this hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu says, "Man tasaddaqa bi'adali tamara." If a man gives in sadaqah and charity even one date, the famous hadith of Salman Farsi radiallahu ta'ala anhu, wherein which Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam exhorted sahaba kiram on the blessedness of the month of Ramadan, that ya ayyuhan nas, qad adhallakum shahrun adhimun mubarakun shahrun fihi laylatun khayrun min alfi shahr, shahrun ja'alallahu siyamahu faridhatan wa qiyama laylihi tatawwa'a, من تقرب فيه بخصلة كان كمن أدى فريضة فيما سوى ومن أدى فريضة فيه كمن كان كمن أدى سبعين فريضة فيما سوى فهو شهر الصبر وثوابه الجنة وشهر المواصات وشهر يزاد في رزق المؤمن فيه نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم enumerated the greatness of this Mubarak month of Ramadan that in it is a night better than a thousand months the nafil act that you will do in this month, Allah will reward you with a fard. And one fard you will do, Allah will give you 70, the reward of 70 faraid. It's a month of mutual sympathy. It's a month of sabr. In return for sabr, Allah will give you jannah. It is a month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase the risk and sustenance of his slave in this month. Exhorting us of one of the great amal of Ramadan, which is generosity, particularly upon the fasting person. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes on to say that man fattaras fihi sa'iman that person who will feed the fasting person in the month of Ramadan give him something for iftar then what will this be? maghfiratan li dhunubihi wa itqa raqabatihi minan nar this will be forgiveness for his sins and emancipation for him from the fire of Jahannam so immediately at that juncture what did Sahaba say? لَيْسَ كُلُّنَا يَجِدُ مَا يُفَتِّرُ السَّائِمِ لَيْسَ كُلُّنَا يَجِدُ مَا يُفَتِّرُ السَّائِمِ Ya Rasulullah, not all of us. You have said that if you feed the fasting person iftar, that Allah will forgive your sins, Allah will free you from Jahannam. Not all of us have enough to feed a fasting. Many of us are in a situation, we don't have enough for our own iftar. This was Sahaba's generosity that once Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was fasting, nafil fast. And some wealth had come to her. How much? 400,000 dinars had come to Aisha radiallahu anha. She gave everything away. Spent everything. To such an extent that for her own iftar there was nothing left. So when her maidservant said, Why didn't you keep back something? At least for your own iftar. What was her response? Why didn't you remind me? Such generosity they had. So sahaba say, Ya Rasulullah, we don't, many of us don't have for our own iftar. So what did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? يُعْطِ اللَّهُ هَذَا الثَّوَابِ Allah will give you this reward even if you give the fasting person a sip of water. Even if you give him a little bit of milk to drink. In other words, generosity is not equated with wealth. You don't have to be wealthy to be generous. According to your means, according to what Allah has given you, strive to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tamara. If a person gives even one date in charity. Hadith continues, inshallah, it continues.